We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Big snowstorm covers western Kansas. We have the story. Wichita nurses rally as union talks begin. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. The most active part of the winter storm system passed well to the north of us. Things really quieting down this morning, and they'll stay that way throughout the rest of the week. Our complete forecast on the way in just a few minutes. Snow and rain fell across Kansas Wednesday, causing slippery road conditions. Across the entire state almost, winter storm warnings and winter weather advisories posted for much of the day. Hardest hit west and northwest Kansas. Schools canceled classes, and many remain closed today. Snowfall ranges from 1 to 6 inches across parts of western Kansas, and at Goodland, they got 8 inches of snow. Unionized registered nurses at Ascension Via Christi St. Francis Hospital held a rally yesterday ahead of contract negotiations. Sarah Wilson says nurses voted to join an affiliate of National Nurses United this past November. We need Ascension to get serious about recruiting and retaining nurses. Um, And we need to have a better uh, safety workplace violence program. Nurses at St. Joseph Hospital recently filed a petition to unionize and they attended the rally. In a statement, the hospital says it's looking forward to beginning talks so that union-represented associates may have the same access to competitive pay and benefits provided to non-union associates. Residents in the village of East Palestine, Ohio, are demanding answers after thousands of frogs and fish turned up dead following the derailment of a train carrying toxic chemicals. Officials held an open house Wednesday night to give the people information. Fox's Marianne Rafferty reports. Those angry residents of East Palestine demanding answers about worrisome symptoms many have had since the release of toxic chemicals into the air after that crash. They asked about testing of air and water quality in the area and whether the railroad should pay for it. Meanwhile, the EPA continues to assure the public that there's no immediate threat to their health claim area residents are finding hard to believe. And noticeably absent at that meeting, any representatives from Norfolk Southern Railroad. The company citing fears of potential violence, saying in a statement, after consulting with community leaders, we've become increasingly concerned about the growing physical threat to our employees and members of the community around this event, stemming from the increasing likelihood of the participation of outside parties. Ohio's Environmental Protection Agency says The latest tests show the village's drinking water is free from contaminants and they're encouraging uh, people who have their own wells to get their water tested as well.
That balloon shot down over the Atlantic Ocean may not have been a surprise to the United States military. Fox's Mike Emanuel reports. Sources insist the United States has been aware of the Chinese balloon program for months, noting the administration briefed Congress about it in August. Officials telling our colleague Jennifer Griffin the U.S. saw this balloon take off from Hainan province on January 21st. Their assumption it would travel east because that's the direction of the winds. The U.S. was not tracking it the whole way. Sources noting the Pacific Ocean is a big place. Senators on both sides of the aisle calling on the Biden administration for transparency when it comes to aerial devices that may have come from other nations. One person was killed. Three more were wounded Wednesday in a shooting at a shopping mall in El Paso, Texas. El Paso police say two people have been taken into custody, though details of what led to the shooting remain unclear. And the 19-year-old man who killed 10 black people in a Buffalo supermarket attack has been sentenced to life in prison without parole. Judge Susan Egan sentenced white supremacist Peyton Gendron on Wednesday. You will never see the light of day as a free man ever again. Gendron, who live-streamed the attack in which he sought out black people at the Topps Friendly Market, cried during victims' impact statements. Brian Talley's sister-in-law, Geraldine Talley, was killed in the attack. The community is totally devastated, and you did this. I, I pray to God for your soul. I forgive you, but I forgive you not for your sake, but for mine and for this black community. Gendron also faces separate federal charges that could carry a death sentence if the Justice Department seeks it. In New York, Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. We have Shocker men's basketball on the road tonight on the East Coast. We'll preview that here from Coach Brown coming up in sports. A list of the slowest cities in the world has been published. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now, 8.08, eight minutes past 8 o'clock. The Kansas Board of Regents has approved expanding the Radigan Student Center at Wichita State University. The expansion would create a space to house the Office for Diversity and Inclusion, as well as 24-hour study spaces. Project is expected to be completed by sometime in 2027. The board also approved a $2 million project to improve the ventilation in the printmaking classrooms, at McKnight Art Center. Prosecutors say a Washington, D.C. officer was feeding internal information to the leader of the Proud Boys in the weeks leading up to the January 6th riot two years ago. Metropolitan Police Lieutenant Shane Lamont was an intel officer for D.C. police ahead of the Capitol riot. Wednesday, during the trial of Proud Boys leader Enrique Tarrio, a federal prosecutor showed a string of messages between Tarrio and Lamont to the jury. One example, Lamont warned Tario police may be looking to get a warrant for his arrest. But Tario's attorney said his client routinely cooperated and gave Lamont useful information. Lamont's been pleading the fifth, while Tario's attorney says prosecutors have bullied the cop into keeping quiet. Prosecutors deny that. Lamont's on administrative leave. In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News. A list of the slowest cities in the world has been published where it takes longest to drive through the center. There are some cities where a queue of cars causes a cacophony of honking horns, but here in London we're too fed up to even do that. Welcome to the slowest city in the world. TomTom's research says it takes over 36 minutes to drive 10 kilometres, around 6.2 miles. 
Bengaluru in India and Dublin, Ireland also in the top three. The slowest US city, you may not be surprised to hear, is New York, ranked 19th. Some good news for Americans. The report says you get more miles for your money in the US than many other countries. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8.10. 10 minutes past 8 o'clock here on this Thursday morning, 16th day of February in Wichita. Traffic pretty heavy right now, east and westbound on Kellogg, uh, between Meridian and Seneca. Not really seeing a big slowdown there, but just some uh, fairly heavy traffic. Road conditions looking pretty good out there right now. Did have one of the traffic trackers call in a little bit ago, report just the tiniest little bit of snow. Hmm. Yeah, spotted some snow out there. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. The low-pressure system responsible for snowfall across parts of Kansas continues to lift on off to the north and east. We had some drier air move in in the mid-levels of the atmosphere, and that really cut into some of the precipitation. We expect to be cloudy and breezy throughout today with a high 32. It'll be clearing overnight, shallow 18, sunny and 47 tomorrow. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now cloudy, we have a north wind at 17 miles per hour and 22 degrees. Stephen Ted of the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And President Biden has been out uh, selling his economic progress and his message. And with us this morning is Fox News Radio's Ryan Schmelz. Good morning, Ryan. Hey, good morning. Uh, the president actually just departed for uh, Walter Reed Ben Medical Center to get his departure just a few minutes ago. Oh, is that is his checkup today? Is that what you're talking about? It is. Yes, sir. His physical is today. Okay. Well, he's an, an 80-year-old man. What, what kind of health problems has he shown in the past, if any? Uh, you know, he takes a couple medications here or there for, for a, a couple small things. But, it, you know, in terms of, you know, based off the reports we've seen, you know, past physicals have shown he's very healthy for, for his age, for sure. All right. And now, what about the uh, economic progress that he's been talking about? Tell us, uh, what, are his, what are his talking points there, Ryan? Right. So, so you know, it, it, he gives a typical economic speech whenever he does one of these events. And yesterday was no different in Maryland, talking about, uh, you know, touting certain job creation uh, 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 initiatives, including legislation such as the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law and uh, the Chips and Science Act. So, so those talking points were no, no, no shocker. But I think one thing that was interesting yesterday is that uh, a lot of these speeches have included talks about uh, the debt ceiling and how he refuses to let America default on its debt. Uh, and he kind of says that, you know, kind of makes it makes it seem like, you know, if Republicans get their way, that there's going to be cuts to Social Security and Medicaid, despite pushback from some Republicans on that claim. Uh, and yesterday, he kind of said if Republicans want to try that, that he's going to be their worst nightmare on it. Well, have have some doubts about that. That's the third rail that politicians don't like to touch. That's Social Security. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. We've been, I've been, it's, it's that We've been waiting for reforms on Social Security for about 35, 40 years, so I don't think much is going to happen there. Uh, right, but, yeah, absolutely. There, there, there are certain members of Congress, and there's also a, a different uh, organizations out there who kind of focus on, on the budget as well as uh, fiscal, you know, uh, the fiscal future of the country. And they, they kind of bring up that, you know, a lot of these programs might be going insolvent within five years, and, and, and it's something that really needs to be looked at if they want to save the program. So uh, certainly the Biden administration thinks a little bit differently than that, but it's certainly not a uh, – 
uh, 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 an out-of-this-world talking point that's been used by others before. Absolutely. The, talk is, uh, the clock is ticking. Hey, uh, I understand the president has made some changes to his economic team. Tell us about that. Right. So so mainly uh, he's going to be moving get Lael Brainerd, who's uh, going to be the new director of the National Economic Council. She's kind of uh, moving from her position at, currently as the vice chair of the Federal Reserve. And he also has Jared Bernstein, who's going to be the chair of the, the Council of Economic Advisors, uh, replacing Cecilia Rousey. Uh, as the president's chief economist. So it, most of these positions are, are just, you know, people who currently serve in the administration in some type of capacity. So you've got a lot of uh, people with a lot of economic governmental experience. I think the question here is, you know, what, what, what kind of business background do they have if that's something that, that the American people value when they have uh, people advising the president on the economy? Well, the, I saw a report today. It was a, I think it was the Office of Budget or something. They're saying they were looking for unemployment to jump up to 5.1% and the national debt to like double or triple in the next 10 years. A pretty uh, yeah, the congr- yeah. yeah, the Congressional Budget Office kind of released some some numbers and, and kind of reaffirmed that they believe that uh, June or September, between June and September is when the, we would default on our loan or default on our debt. And also, yeah, the, they kind of made some new predictions on the national debt based off of the current uh, spending of the United States government. And they weren't very optimistic, were they? <laughs> okay. yeah, there definitely were some concerns yesterday during their press conference, that's for sure. All right. Brian, hey, thanks for your, your help this morning, your time. To, to, uh, that is Ryan Schmelz with uh, Fox News Radio helping us out was the president and what he was up to yesterday. All right, Ted, it's uh, 815 here on this uh, Thursday morning. And it was on this date. This is the 15th, uh, 16th of uh, February on this date in 1862. The Civil War Battle of Fort Donaldson in Tennessee ended as some 12,000 Confederate soldiers surrendered. Union General Ulysses S. Grant, uh, his victory earned him the moniker Unconditional Surrender Grant. Get it, U.S. Unconditional Surrender. Okay. Uh, yeah. he, he, was, uh, he was assigned to the West. Of course, he was from the St. Louis area. He was assigned to the West, and they started winning battles out there and got Lincoln's attention and finally brought him back east and put him in charge of everything and then the, the war began to turn for the Union, mm-hmm. and he, he began to take advantage of, of all the, 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 uh, the more cannons, more people, more everything, yep. and he just it was very aggressive. And that was, the, that, that was the key to winning that war. And Robert E. Lee was running out of people mm-hmm. and running out of everything, and so that, that swung it back the other way. U.S. Grant. I need to get to the St. Louis area. Uh, where, do you know where his – does he have a library? Grant have a library? I know this says right there in San Francisco. He's got a big farm. I know right there's there Grant's farm. Yeah, I don't think there's a presidential library. Huh. Okay, it'd be interesting. I'm a big Civil War buff, so that that'd be fun. Uh, International Tennis Hall of Famer John McEnroe, 64 years old today. Uh, he was one time kind of a the crybaby of tennis, but I think he's matured over the years. And when they do uh, the times that I do watch a little tennis on TV, he's he's very astute. He's got yeah, some good. Yeah, and I always like the fact that. He just didn't give you the usual BS. He yeah. was he, every every answer he gave was pretty real and candid. Yeah, straight from the hip. All right, sir. Eight seventeen now. Stephen ten in the morning here on KNSS. It is sports time with Ted Woodward as the Shockers, Shocker men's team going on the road tonight. Yep, Shockers heading to the East Coast off to Philadelphia to take on the Temple Owls tonight. Temple has lost three in a row. The thing with the Shockers is they win on the weekends and they lose on the weekdays. Ooh. They've lost six straight weekday games. Haven't won one since before Christmas. 
They'd love to get that streak taken care of tonight. The Shockers do play very well on the road. They've won their last three road games. First time they've been to Philadelphia in three years. The Shocks have never won a road game at Temple in conference play. FanDuel has the Shockers as a three-and-a-half-point underdog. Going into this one tonight, the Shockers at Temple. Temple in fourth place in the conference right now. The Shockers are in seventh place. The play-by-play voice of the Shockers, Mike Kennedy, spoke with Shocker head coach Isaac Brown. You are 5-3 and three in true road games this year, so obviously this team's wow. developed a little bit of a mindset of knowing how to approach things and how to win on the road, which is certainly a nice place to start. Yeah, and those other games that we lost on the road, I thought we battled. I think that was at K-State, a game that, you know, down one, I mean up one with a minute, 23 seconds. Um, that Memphis game was a tough game. We battled for a while, and um, Kendrick Davis and Williams inside took the game over. Again, going on the road, you automatically seven points down. Um, the keys will be valuing the basketball, taking good shots, and rebound. If we can do those three things, we got an opportunity to win. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole begin their pregame coverage at 5 p.m. The game will tip off at 6 o'clock this evening in Philadelphia. Listen live to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. The Shocker women won last night at home at Coke Arena. 1,500 fans on hand. The Shocker ladies beat Tulsa 84-68. Jane Ascende had a huge night for the Shockers. A career-high 27 points. She also had a dozen rebounds. And Trajada Colbert also dominated in the paint with a double-double. 21 points, 14 rebounds. Shocker women with their 15th win on the season. We'll be talking KU hoops tonight. It's the weekly edition of KU Basketball Hawk Talk with head men's basketball coach Bill Self. That'll be at 6 o'clock this evening, live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Jayhawks are ranked number five in the nation. They have a huge matchup with Baylor coming up Saturday afternoon in Lawrence. A lot to talk about tonight with Coach Self. Yesterday, hundreds of thousands of people were on hand in Kansas City, Missouri for the big Super Bowl championship parade and rally for the Super Bowl champion Chiefs. I just want to say we appreciate everybody here today. Arrowhead Stadium is one of a one of a kind, and we just want to say Chiefs Kingdom is one of a kind. So give a round of applause for everybody that's standing here today. That, of course, was Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs coach Andy Reid also fired up the team's fans. And no greater place to be than right here, baby. You are the kingdom. And let's give it one for the world. How about those Chiefs? This was the second championship parade for the Chiefs in four years. The team also won the Super Bowl after the 2019 season. I'm Eric Messersmith, Fox News. Huge win for the Wichita Thunder hockey team downtown last night at Interest Bank Arena. 2,000 fans on hand saw a really great game. The Wichita Thunder beat the top team in the league, the Idaho Steelheads, 6-5 to in overtime. Wichita was down two goals in the third period, got the game-tying goal, a power play goal, less than a minute to go in regulation, and then won it quickly into overtime and a goal by Mikkel Stinnell. Thunder beat the top team in the league. That's their last meeting in the regular season, and it was a big win for Wichita last night downtown. And we do Shocker basketball history. 60 years ago on this day, one of the great wins in Shocker basketball history, ninth-ranked Wichita beat the number one team in the nation, Cincinnati, 65-64 at the Roundhouse, snapping Cincinnati's 37-game winning streak for the two-time defending national champion. The big star for the Shockers, who else? 
Sophomore All-American Dave Stallworth, 46 points, a career high and a school record that would stand for another 20 years after he set it. Dave, uh, the Shocks were down by six points with three minutes to go, and then Stallworth personally went on a 7-0 run to finish up the game to give the Shockers the one-point win. Dave was 14 of 22 shooting from the field, 18 of 23 at the free-throw line for 46 points. Cincinnati, the Shocker defense held Cincinnati, the number one team in the nation, to zero points in the final seven minutes of that game. The roundhouse must have been insane during that stretch down the second half. The thing about Dave Stallworth was, of course, he had terrific ability, but the coaches always pointed out that guy has a heart. Mm -hmm. He's a a champ. That's the way he was. He would not give up, and he, he just kept going. That's why his jersey hangs from the rafters. That's right. Yep. One of the all-time greats, Dave Stallworth, one of the biggest Shocker wins ever over number one Cincinnati. That was 60 years ago today in Wichita. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 822 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Sean has some more thoughts on the balloon. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. On 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve Backenson, Ted Woodward. 8.30 here on this Thursday morning. 22 degrees and uh, Ted, we have a special guest this morning. Very special guest. He is touring the U.S. next month. And he's got a string of hits along the way in his great career. Gilbert O'Sullivan joining us. He's got a new album out called Driven. Good morning, Gilbert O'Sullivan. Good morning, Ted. It's nice to be talking to you. Thank you very much. And you are on tour next month. One of your stops will be March 18th over in St. Louis. But uh, how did this tour come about? Do you like going on tour? Well, I mean, the best promotion, uh, Ted, when you release an album is to get out there to perform in front of people. And so that's, you know, that's what we're doing and stuff. And it's great to be coming back to America because last year was the first time we really had a, a good tour of America in something like 40 years. And so... Here we are. We're coming back to you again. And uh, after the last time, I'm really looking forward to the shows we do. It's just myself and my guitar player. It's very up close and personal, kind of an intimate uh, concert. But that works really well over the two hours that we perform. Are American audiences any different than other places you perform? Well, they speak the same language, so that's <laughs> it's like we, we're not not long back from Japan, where it's just, it's a different matter. But, uh, no, I mean, it's, it's I, I, one thing I noticed about America is they like songs. They're into the songs uh, in, a, in a nice way. So I'm really happy with that because I like to feel that my songs will get through to people in a positive way. The new album is called Driven. Tell me about the album and how things came about. Well, it's the, the title is pretty much how I am in terms of songwriting. and stuff. That's the key uh, to what I do. Uh, no, it came about because I, I meet up with a producer. The, the producer for this album was producer Simply Red and Simple Minds. And I let them pick the musicians. And uh, how it works is I meet them for the first time in the studio. We shake hands. I play the first song to them. They go back to their chairs. We rehearse it a few times. And then the light comes on and we take it. So over five days, we did 14 songs. So the album has a kind of live feel about it, albeit that it isn't live, because obviously there is... Uh, things to be done with it. Uh, but it's a fascinating process, really enjoyable, and uh, I was very happy in the response to it thus far. The new album is called Driven. It's Gilbert O'Sullivan. He's on tour in America next month, in the month of March, in the second and third week. 
Of course, you grew up and found your musical way in the 1960s, and what a scene that was in the U.K. back in those days. How did you find your niche amidst the Beatles and all the British <laughs> invasion and music that was going on back then? Well, like the invasion of the Beatles in 74, um, sorry, 64, when they when they hit you. I mean, in 62, they hit us and stuff. We'd never seen anybody like them before. You know, everybody's haircut before that was like Elvis, all swept back, and suddenly they had these mop tops. Uh, but they wrote great songs, and this was the thing for us as youngsters, is that we kind of identified with them because they could write great songs without without being able to read music. So we kind of, as a result of that, we all wanted to be in a band. So that pretty much started it off for me and was in a band that was a drummer and then a more serious band, which ultimately led to me then uh, coming up to the up to London, getting a recording contract with CBS. So, I, you know, I worked hard, served a good apprenticeship to get uh, to eventually get the success that, that happened. Gilbert O'Sullivan is with us live this morning. How about your song, Alone Again Naturally, that brought you worldwide fame? Did you know that song was going to be that big of a breakout hit? No, uh, uh, Ted, you wouldn't want to know that. That's kind of dangerous area to be in. Suffice to say, I wrote the song. I was writing another song at the same time called Out of the Question. So those two songs, I was really happy with it. I got into the subject. People think that it's based on personal experience alone again. And I tell them that what makes you a good lyricist is to be able to have an understanding of a subject. You don't have to experience it, albeit that it's a serious situation that you're dealing with. So I enjoy that process. So I was really happy with the song. But, you know, we went in the studio a month later to, to release the next single, which was meant to be one of the two songs. So as I say, out of the question, everybody thought that was the commercial one. They didn't think Alone Again was that commercial. But in the end, my manager, Gordon Mills, said, even if it isn't as commercial as Out of the Question, let's go with it and stuff, because he felt it was a better song. Big success in Europe, but a much bigger success in America. It, for me, it's become your song. So that's kind of interesting, I think. And, you know, the covers, the Neil Diamond cover, the Diane Krall, Buble cover. I go right back to Sarah Vaughan, Nina Simone. Amazing covers of the song. So I'm really grateful for that. And another, of course, that res that song very much resonated with the Americans. I'll tell you what, the song of yours that gets in my brain and won't leave for three or four days is Claire. I love that song. Well, that's nice. Again, that, that, that's one of the few based on the personal experience because Claire, uh, I wrote that as a thank you to my manager, Gordon, and his wife who cooked meals for me. And I used to babysit for them. Claire would be the one getting up in the middle of the night and stuff. So I wrote the song as a thank you to them. And Claire laughs at the end of it. And then Gordon Mills actually plays the harmonica. So it's a really nice family record. It's really nice. I'm really happy you like that. We're talking with Gilbert O'Sullivan this morning. His new album is Driven, and he's going to be touring in the U.S. in March, coming up next month. After getting worldwide hits like that, did you find it easy or difficult to follow up and keep the career momentum going forward? But the key, uh, Ted, is the writing. I've always had the writing there. So that, that's without the writing, I would be worried. Without the, without the writing, I'd be in difficulty. No problem. Get, sit me down at the piano. Let me, the discipline I have to sit there. I have that brill building mentality. The likes of where Goffin and King, uh, Neil Sedaka and Greenfield will go into a room Monday morning, sit there with a piano or a guitar to write songs. So I have that attitude, which is good discipline to have. So I've, I've kept that going through all the time. Without the song, there wouldn't be a career. I would just... I take up something else. So I love it. So I'm still able to come up with the goods. Driven is the current example. Within another 18 months, hopefully, I'll start to get itchy feet and start thinking about <laughs> But that, as long as it's there, Ted, then use it. 
Who are the performers that you enjoy in the world of music? Who do you like listening to? Well, I'm a big fan of John Mayer. Uh, I like John Mayer and Alison Krauss. I'm a huge fan of her. I met her when we recorded in Nashville, Dua Lipa. You know, I like Chainsmokers. I mean, it's, it's, I listen to everything. It's important. You can't be a contemporary songwriter if you don't like what you're hearing on the radio. That's very important. Radio is essential. And always you'll hear something that will catch your eye. You'll catch your ear. you think, wow, what was that? Investigate that. And then that could lead to buying the album by the people you're hearing. That's a great process. I love radio. So that's, that's the kind of influences there. So I buy everything. Because if I buy a Jay-Z rap record or something, I may not get much melodically out of it, <laughs> but I will get... There's production values, which you can kind of... You know, we're in a production era, so that could be useful. Ah, love it. Love it. Well, we love radio, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's our livelihood. <laughs> and, we've, and we've certainly enjoyed your songs and the fact that they are still on the air 50-plus years later after they gained fame. Gilbert O'Sullivan, he's on tour. He's got a new album called Driven. Check that out. He'll be on tour in U.S. cities in March, coming up next month. We certainly appreciate your time, and thank you for sharing your music and abilities with us all these years. Gilbert O'Sullivan. Thank you, Ted. Nice to be talking to you. Thank you much. That is Gilbert O'Sullivan joining us live here with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. All right, 838 here on Stephen Ted. Let's take a look at some uh, news this morning. A woman is dead following a crash in Saline County Wednesday morning on I-135 south of Salina. The highway patrol says a Toyota Tundra traveling southbound crossed the center median and struck a Ford F-150 in the northbound lanes, causing it to catch fire. 26-year-old Dacia Ensley of Salina a passenger in the Ford truck was killed. A 41-year-old man who was driving the Ford and a 20-year-old woman who was driving the Toyota were hospitalized with serious injuries. U.S. Senator from Kansas Jerry Moran spoke at the Senate Committee on Commerce, Science, and Transportation hearing with the FAA regarding his priorities as the new ranking member of the Subcommittee on Aviation Safety, Operations, and Innovation. Kansas is the aviation capital of the world with over a century's worth of rich aviation history. Whether manufacturing the first bomber in the B-52 or the next generation a bomber in the B-21, Kansas has driven and carried the aviation industry. The Kansas Republican added that the FAA is at a crucial junction. We must do everything in our power to ensure the United States remains a leader in aerospace innovation and safety. You can listen to his complete comments in the news story on our webpage at knssradio.com. Stephen Ted in the morning now, KNSS eight forty here on this Thursday morning, and uh, why don't we go? We're going to do for well. The, let's let's uh, do weather. You want to do the weather yeah. here? All right, Chad, uh, take it away. Eight forty, Stephen Ted. Good morning. Some of the heavier snowfall occurred well to the north of us and continues in extreme northern Kansas. For us, the cloud cover will stick around today. Temperatures in the upper twenties around lunchtime, thirty-two and breezy this afternoon. We will be clear overnight. Tarlo eighteen, sunny and forty-seven on Friday. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now a cloudy sky, 22 degrees. We have a north wind at 17 miles per hour. And we'll do a little more entertainment news in the blur. It's right here with Steve and Ted every morning at this time. And, of course, this morning we've been talking about the passing of Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch, who was one of the biggest sex symbols of the 60s and 70s, has died. The actress passed away after a brief illness Wednesday morning. Welch catapulted to fame in the feature film Fantastic Voyage and One Million Years B.C. in the mid-60s. The latter film featured Welch in a beige-torn bikini that cemented her sex symbol status. You can't skate anymore. 
From there, she blew up at a time she was one of the most in-demand stars in Hollywood, taking home a Golden Globe for her role in the 1974 film The Three Musketeers, starring Oliver Reed and Michael York. She was 82 years old. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Raquel Welch, born in Chicago. And, of course, Playboy ranked her number three on the 100 sexiest stars of the 20th century list. Mm, I wonder who number two and number one were. <laughs> I assume Marilyn Monroe is one uh, of those two. Probably so. But I wonder who the other one is. Mm. Okay. You need to check that out. Raquel Welch, she was in the Elvis movie Roustabout. I loved her in Fantastic Voyage. Fantastic Voyage. Love that one. One Million Years B.C. Bedazzled. Bandolero. 100 Rifles. Kansas City Bomber. The Three Musketeers, Mother Jugs and Speed, Raquel Welch has passed away at the age of 82. Let's take a look at 20 years ago on this night, the animated series The Venture Brothers, the pilot of that series. Ma ventured and raised no fools. We don't have a mom, Hank. You like pretty girls, don't you? And how? Well, pretty girls need cosmetics. How do you think they get so pretty? Was that really necessary? You have to defile a mummy completely or they come back to life. You know that. The pilot of the Venture Brothers. I know Jad and I both watched Venture Brothers through the years. For, for Christmas one year, you got me mm-hmm. a bobblehead of uh, oh, yeah. uh, Dr. <laughs> Orpheus. I forgot about that. And that, <laughs> has, that has proudly sat near my television for years now. That bobblehead doll you gave me. The Venture Brothers pilot was 20 <laughs> years ago on this night. He was born 120 years ago on this day. Edgar Bergen, American ventriloquist, actor, comedian, vaudevillian, radio performer, taught himself to be a ventriloquist. Came up with the character of Charlie McCarthy. <laughs> yes, Edgar Bergen. He was world famous yeah, the at the time back in radio days. Henry, what's happened to you? What's happened to us and our marriage? This cathedral must rise. From Hollywood, it's the new Edgar Bergen Hour with Charlie McCarthy. Well, this has really been a wonderful day for us. Yes, it has. Lunch at the White House. Hot luck with the Roosevelt. Yes. <laughs> I hope you won't embarrass me like you did in Las Vegas. What about Las Vegas? I thought I gave a very moving performance. Yes, it was moving, all right. Especially your lips. Oh, no. <laughs> Of course, it was, it was always interesting trying to figure out the appeal of a ventriloquist on radio. Yeah. But, but it you know, it is what it is. Yeah, and he was doing comedy bits, and the straight man and the smart aleck. Yeah, Edgar Bergen. And, of course, his daughter, Candace Bergen. Candace Bergen, yeah. you bet. Edgar Bergen was born 120 years ago on this day. And Steve, 75 years ago on this day, it came out in Wichita movie theaters. The Bishop's Wife. Oh. With David Niven, Cary Grant, Loretta Young. Henry, what's happened to you? What's happened to us and our marriage? This cathedral must rise. It'll stand like a great beacon. I want its light to shine. Oh, never a... mind, Henry, never mind. God, please help me. Good evening. Who are you? I'm an angel. I was instructed to come here in answer to your prayer. There's no time to lose. Because the cathedral must be built or because Julia must be happy. This has been the most wonderful evening I've had in years. This has been the most wonderful evening I've had in centuries. I don't believe you're an angel. I think you're a demon right out of... Ah, oh, Henry. Why don't you fight for her? Fight? An angel? Julia is a creature of earth. She's a woman, Henry. And you are a man. 
There you go. Great Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. It was nominated for Best Picture that year, as was Miracle on 34th Street. How about Two of that? the great Christmas movies of all time yeah. came out in the same year, both nominated for Best Picture. They both lost to Gentleman's Agreement that year. However, the Christmas movie The Bishop's Wife, I know it's one of your favorites. It's one of my favorites. It came out in Wichita movie theaters 75 years ago today. And that's entertainment news in the blur with Stephen Ted. Coming up, the Wichita Business Journal update. A prediction of slower deliveries for the 737 MAX this month. That's on the way. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS 850 now here on this Thursday morning. Three big things. Three. One person dead, three injured in a shooting at a shopping mall in El Paso, Texas. Two. Nurses at Ascension Via Christi St. Francis Hospital in Wichita rally as union contract negotiations begin. One. Big rain and snowstorm blankets western Kansas. Some places snowfall measures up to eight inches. Three big things. Stephen Ted on KNSS. The ramp from uh, 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 the ramp to I-135 from westbound K-254 uh, closed. You uh, won't be able to get through there, just part of that uh, construction process uh, that's going on up there at the North Junction. Uh, right now, traffic volumes looking fairly light and traffic moving right along. Gasoline prices in the Wichita area, two ninety nine a gallon is still the average we're seeing. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Mostly cloudy, breezy, and cold today with a high of 32 degrees. Decreasing clouds and cold tonight. 
the overnight low 17. Friday, sunny and warmer. Tomorrow's high up to 46 degrees. Now a cloudy sky, north wind at 17 miles per hour and 22 degrees. All three of the major indices is closing up yesterday on Wall Street. This morning, though, the uh, S&P is reading down about 45 points. NASDAQ or NASDAQ's down 134, and the Dow is down 317 points. And a look at local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. The KC-135 tankers housed at McConnell Air Force Base here in Wichita will need new inspections before being allowed to fly again. The U.S. Air Force now mandating inspections of all KC-135 stratotankers for potentially faulty pins in the aircraft's tail. The service says all tankers will be restricted from flying until completing the roughly 30-minute inspection. Those found with the faulty part can be repaired in about a day, with the work being done primarily down in Oklahoma City. The CFO of Boeing Wednesday said to expect a delivery slowdown of its 737 MAX in February. Brian West said at Cowan Industrial Conference that the company still expects to hit its overall delivery targets for 2023. However, as deliveries accelerate through the course of the year, Boeing revealed Tuesday that it made 35 MAX deliveries in January. The company had a similar dip sequentially from January to February last year. Boeing has forecast between 400 and 450 deliveries on the MAX this year, up from 387 in 2022. Spirit Aerosystems in Wichita builds the full fuselage and other components on the MAX and has set its own delivery target on the 737 for Boeing at 420 for the year. And that's a look at business news this morning, courtesy the Wichita Business Journal. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS and... Uh, Today is National Almond Day, recognizing the versatile and healthful almond. This delicious nut is native to the Middle East and thrives in warm, dry climates with mild winters. The day celebrates the benefits of use, uses of almonds today. I think it thrives when it's surrounded by Hershey's chocolate. Well, that's a, that's a good point. It really is. Uh, Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And uh, let's see, wanted to point out that I wanted to share with you folks that uh, last night at dinner I ran into... Weston Sharts, the football coach at Capen, uh, City League legend, and we, and we've known each other for several years. Had a good conversation. We were out to to eat with Jerry and Dorothy, my brother and sister in law, Shelley and I, and uh, we ran into Weston and had a good conversation. Of course, he he's po- coaching at Capen now, and he was involved in that big game at the stadium, Riverfront, Capen and Carroll. What do they call it? The Battle of uh, the Holy War. The Holy War, and we were there for that thing. And I said. You know, Coach, it must be a thrill for your kids to play in an atmosphere like that with so many people there and that great big screen, that jumbotron. He says, kids, heck, I got a kick out of it. He said, I was at a ball. It was great. Anyway, it's an interesting guy. He coached at Cape. He's coaching at Capen, and he's coached football at West, and those are our alumni. Two stints at West. You went to uh, Capen, and I went to West. Long stint at Northwest as well. Yeah. Great coach. He's a he's a fun guy. He's got he's he's got a real good perspective on things. I think. All right, uh, see what else is going on. I want to say happy birthday to a friend, Paula Kid Casey, having a birthday today. She is a retired attorney. She she does some self help stuff and she's staying busy. Paula's uh well, her husband Mike and I go back to seventh grade in West Wichita, and uh, we're pretty good friends. We've done some things together over the years, and uh, we were in a play. Uh, in high school. It was not a, really a play, but it was a spoof of Cinderella. It was called Micarella, and Mike was Micarella. 
and uh, all the football players were there in drag, and I got to play the the uh, Prince Charming. And I thought it was typecasting. Boy, anyway, that's and she married this guy anyway. Paula, kid that Casey, risque. Happy birthday to you! <laughs> all right, it's uh, eight fifty-five. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Coming up, we've got as always the Glenn Beck program on KNSS, and Matthew Lomier, uh, former Space Force Lieutenant Colonel, is going to be on, talking about we are in a Cold War with China. That's coming up on Glenn Beck. Nine o'clock this morning. Our big story on KNSS: big snowstorm blanketing western Kansas. If you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go on the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, Dana Lash, and all the others. Ninety-eight-seven and thirteen thirty, KNSS, Wichita. Electrical problems can be. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.